Five Breakfast. Catch up. Jonas Brothers, can't remember the last time I enjoyed one of their new songs this much. I must say, I think this is a return to form for the Joe Bros. This is so nice. Know, it's I Waffle House. This. It's a new one. I think so. Wow. I didn't think they were singing, especially since he married Tanika. Um, Miss World, Miss World. Since the brother married t- um, the Miss... Priyanka it's, yeah, Chopra. It's not Tanika. S- is it? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yo, sorry. Tabo yes. woke up this morning and was like, you know what I'm going to do today? Get cancelled. No. <laughs> you, you don't get to say no. You've said what you said. All right. Okay, let's talk about this. Why am I talking so much about books this morning? Forget what Tabo just said. I'm sure it's fine. Okay. So, guys, if you've not been following, I say, I talked about it since you've been gone yesterday. An entire whole best-selling book has been pulled from South Africa's shelves in the last 24 hours. And the reason why is because it's about Herman Mashaba, although I will, for the rest of this piece, will call him Herman Mashambles, because this is a Mashambles. Also, his his writer, Prince Mashele, also, I will call him Prince Mashambles for the purposes of what we're about to talk about, because there's a book about Herman Mashaba. Why does this matter? He's the former mayor and DA mayor, I will remind you, of Johannesburg. He's the leader of the fastest growing and most kind of, like, disruptive political party in South Africa. A lot of people are saying they'll vote for him uh, instead of whatever party they've been voting for in in a year's time. And they've really caused a lot of other political parties to have a little bit of a panic moment. In fact, most notoriously, the Democratic Alliance who lost Parkhurst to Action SA a year ago. Now, for those of you who don't know, Parkhurst is like the most DA area I have ever been to. (laughs) Parkhurst has... What does that mean? Parkhurst has... Okay. Just listen to this. Parkhurst, and I love this about Parkhurst, by the way. Parkhurst has pavement garden competitions. What? Well, I was about to say that. If you have made the best garden in the pavement in front of your house, you win a prize. And they had finalists last year. Yes. I think three finalists. No way. They were finalists, and then the winners were announced, and then you have like a little Borki. In yes, your garden. To that's say his, this is, you are the yeah. champion pavement god. It's the most DA area I've ever been to in my whole life. So, a lot of people in many. You didn't even know there were pavement garden areas. Okay, <laughs> so, competitions. So, Parker's, like, so, okay, so the fact that Parker's even, I'm trying to get a grip here, was last to Action Essay. A lot of people stress Action Essay got a lot of votes in historically EFF areas, historically ANC areas, they've been doing very well. So, there's this new book about Herman Mashaba. It's specifically called an unauthorized biography. Why does this matter? Because the idea of an unauthorized biography is that it's sold as the truth about a person because it doesn't involve the person who's being written about. If it's an authorized biography, it's basically fan fiction or propaganda or a Tinder profile of the person, right? Because they are basically giving yes or no about the way that they are being described in this book. So Prince Machele, who is currently a political analyst, although if we ever trust him to say anything again, I will be very surprised, has been writing this book about Herman Mashaba for three years. And this weekend, it came out that one of the researchers on the book he went to the Sunday Times and he said that he as a researcher on the book knows for a fact that Prince Mashele was paid 12 and a half million South African randellers by Herman Mashaba to write this book and in exchange Herman Mashaba in secret got oversight on and final say on not just a few words or facts but chapters of this whole book and the researcher knows this because the researcher claims that he himself wrote 80% of this book word for word not Prince Mashele so the claim was that Prince Mashele not only did not even write this book for which he got paid 12 and a half million rand in secret by Herman Mashaba but it's not an unauthorized biography 
This is like the most classic understanding of corruption, the most classic understanding of lying for your own benefit, if that makes sense. And so those were the rumors on Sunday night. And even yesterday morning, us as a team, we all, and I include myself in this, said, guys, there's no way, 12 and a half million for a book. There is, and, and as yep. I said yesterday, unless the book is printed on the same gold paper that they handed out Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's golden tickets, there is no way to justify <laughs> this. And then yesterday, the publisher pulled the book from the shelves. Action SA, the party said, we weren't involved in this, but we knew about it. And this payment was actually made. So... What does this mean? Well, as I said, if Prince Mashele ever works as a political analyst again, I will be stunned because the mashambles of having to trust anything that somebody says when he's been found out this hard, for me personally, is radical. And as for Herman Mashaba, like, look, people make decisions, people do politics, but he essentially paid 12 and a half million rand for fan fiction in his own Tinder profile. And the sense of secondhand embarrassment that I feel, even though I've not been involved in this, is so hectic. Because if you have found out, it's just so embarrassing. So that's how I feel about it. But books are truly back if you can make 12 and a half milli off of, off of a book. Tabo, what do you think about this situation? I remember a very senior journalist saying to me one day in the newsroom that it was a story about another political um, um, a politician. And she said, a politician is a politician is a politician. Right. So it doesn't matter how they sell themselves. At the end of the day, he's a politician. And, w- and what I think Herman Mashaba was doing, he was doing good PR ahead of the elections. You know, right. Action SA was the third fastest growing party in Gauteng. They got the third most votes in Gauteng, I believe, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I think this is a bit of, it was, it was a bit of PR work ahead of the elections, right? And maybe on some level it has an impact. And so you can't blame him for doing that. That's the politician in him. That's the slyness in him. So, I mean, the, the, the interesting point that you make is that is Herbin Mashaba in the wrong here? Like, should he have told the country that he was paying for this or not? He certainly knew that it was going to be styled as an unauthorized biography, and he knew that that wasn't true. I think we don't need to talk about the author, I don't think. Like, like the author is clearly in the wrong, although financially very much in the right. Definitely, his credibility, I think, is has gone is in tatters now. Yeah. Um, because obviously, how do you expect you to give objective political analysis on matters inc- involving Action SA when its leader gave you twelve and a half million rand? And I think part of the part of the reason it was such a staggering amount is because we ex- he expected them to you know uh, say a few nice wo- things about him okay. and kind of control the narrative. I think that's what the amount was for. I, I think know. you saw some of uh, that's what I suspect. I mean, you saw some of the comments on Twitter. Why why is it twelve and a half million something dodgy is going on here no it's it's right here there in black and white totally yeah that's what okay. i think well know? let me know on the whatsapp line you don't even have to be an action essay voter or somebody who's going to vote for him and mashaba but if the person who you intend to vote for had been embroiled in something like this does it affect whether or not you you will vote for them i think it's really interesting and um as for the people coming for me about uh parkhurst um <laughs> listen guys i did not enter the pavement garden olympics or whatever they do there <laughs> But I'm sure the DA had something to say about it. I, I don't see the big deal, okay. you know, and, and I don't want to dilute this whole thing. But for me, it's almost like our social media pages or on Instagram. Uh-huh. You pay someone, you know, to look after your page, to take the nicest photos of you so that your image looks good. Totally. You know, uh, they upload your stories. They do whatever that makes Dan this huge celebrity that he's supposed to be. And so that is the same thing that Herman Mashaba has done, you know. Totally. 
it's just that he's got the money and and for him 12 million was enough for this brand of his okay. I, I really I'm, I'm struggling to find what the big deal but then is wh- here be transparent about it why that's my problem why I don't have a problem with the fact that someone wrote it for him but why did he feel he needs to hide that Pretend be it was trans- unauthorized yeah yeah um, just be transparent about because then it, it, it sells better you know because then, but then it, there, there no, is then no involvement honest. from him Polly let me honest. let me frame this differently if you lived in Parkhurst and you entered the uh, Garden Olympics the pavement Garden Olympics uh-huh. right and it's and and you knew that like anybody could enter, but the people who always win the pavement garden I don't even know if it's actually called that the pavement garden Olympics. Uh, the ones who always win are the ones who grow themselves, right? And then you get a ghost grower, right? Yeah. But then you say, or you at least allow it to be believed that you don't have a ghost grower, that you were the one who grew your garden on the pavement in Parkhurst. You know, it's definitely duplicitous. But, but I, I still used my resources. I had True. to pay that ghost grower. You totally. know, I, I needed to buy the seeds or whatever, the, the, the fertilizer. I, it's still it's still my work. So even that 12 million, he it's it's an investment, guys. You totally. know, it, it's his money that my he could have used to splurge on luxury vehicles. But he decided, <laughs> I want to do this for my brand. That's a good example you know? of a politician spending money. Uh, no, you're completely right. But like, for me, it's just, it's he allowed it to be believed as an, an unauthorized biography. Maybe he even made that choice. It's very complicated. So this is dividing opinion. And that's why it's the biggest news story in the country. Here's Bormi. Morning 5FM, with regards to Mashaba, I feel like um, I, 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 I would forgive him for this okay um this is nothing compared to what politicians can do i yeah but that's hectic right don't we hold politicians to a higher standard i tried to join politics once in my life i joined at the level lower level really? and even though it was at a lower level i realized how dirty you have to be yeah. in order to be a politician yeah that's like in true. order to do what you need to do to get to the top like no, i understand that mm-hmm. and i mean that's part of a systemic problem i mean you don't have to be as dirty to win the pavement garden olympics in parkers <laughs> but like there's a lot going on Clear. People are now asking me this on the WhatsApp line. I do not live in Parkhurst. Also, people ask me if I have a pavement. No, I don't have a pavement. I, uh, I, I, I see you're just jealous. I live in a complex, Mudley. You're jealous. You wanted to enter, but you're not even in the in the neighborhood. You don't have a pavement. Yo, I'm just saying you're just that jealous. Yo, the residents association would be coming for me right now if I live in Parkhurst. Can you imagine? <laughs> because you know, in DA areas, yo, the residents associations, guys. Those WhatsApp groups. Wow. Very hectic. Dan, you sound very bitter about this pavement garden thing. Do you not have a pavement? No. I don't even have a garden. (laughs) I live in a complex. I live in a flat. I'm a modern human being. I'm young. I don't own property and I'm very comfortable with that. Here's Debojo. Hi, guys. Debojo here in East London. Hello. In any other democracy, I think that is the end of the line for Mohammed Mashaba. But South Africa's uh, democracy is not covered in glory and honesty. Yeah, you know, a lot of people do say that, but like in, in, in any other democracy, Donald Trump wouldn't have happened. I don't know if you see what's happening in, in Turkey right now. That would never have happened in any other democracy. In Britain, you know, mm. or for Boris Johnson. Like, I think we need to be careful about being down on South Africa's democracy because, like, yes, South Africa's democracy has serious problems. Yes, our government has not been doing a very good job. Yes, a lot of people are very upset. But, like, let me also remind you uh, that in any other democracy, if a government was doing this badly, the opposition would have been doing better than they're doing. 
And that says a little bit about the quality of the opposition too. So before we get all down on South Africa's democracy, I need, think we need a little bit of context about the fact that there are democracies all over the world and dictatorships all over the world where terrible things happen. And South Africa's got our own fruity version of democracy for sure. Uh, but let's not be too quick to jump on a downer about our one because, you know, it's not that cute elsewhere. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.